Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you, selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. Hi all, welcome to this very special episode number 15 of the Coffee and Questions podcast. This is a very unique episode as we are doing a mashup of our first 14 episodes to share with you all of the amazing guests that we've had, all of the amazing conversations that we've had with you, and to encourage you to, if you haven't listened to any of the other 14 episodes, get a little taste of which one might be one you need to get back to. If you are new to the podcast, we are so grateful to have you. If you have been with us for a while and anything that has been shared with you guys through this has resonated with you, we would love it if you'd be willing to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere where you consume this podcast. But enjoy, and we will love your feedback after you listen. I am so excited to be kicking off our very first ever Coffee and Questions podcast. Um, I'm grateful and excited to introduce both Nick and Chris. So I think a lot of investors, I think a lot of real estate agents are scared to post or to be connected with other real estate agents because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to capture capture a market share, right? So they'll say, oh, I don't want to be following all these other real estate agents, or I don't want all these other real estate agents following me. They see it as like a negative thing. So can you, can you touch on why that, in your opinion, isn't a negative thing? If you're a real estate agent listening, like that's a bad perspective to have uh, as far as our community and our industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very... Uh, narrow mindset. And I, I don't think you win that way. Like if you actually are competitive as, a, as we are in business, like, but you're not going to win that with that mentality in real estate. Uh, we all, we are all so interconnected, no matter what company we work for, what brokerage we hang around. I am with. so excited for episode number two of the coffee and questions podcast. I am bringing a really fun, very cool friend of mine, Jeremy Foost, I'm going to probably say that wrong. So what I really want to talk about today is the power of you being the one returning messages and how on Instagram, that can be the difference between someone wanting to further that conversation, someone wanting to meet up with you for coffee to talk about, can I buy and sell with you? So talk to me a little bit about the power of you um, and why even at the, the phase of business that you're in and the level of business that you do, you could totally delegate that out and you could totally hire someone to do it, but why you don't. The easiest way to start conversations and the power of social media and the scalable and be able to reach all these people. But my number one way that I'm coaching agents on to actually have conversations and we, we teach our agents, you want to have 10 conversations a day with people. That's kind of the minimum goal. You want to have 10 conversations with people in your sphere, your social sphere. If you're calling, knocking, whatever it may be, like you choose your business, how you want to run it. But if you want to focus on social media, which a lot of people freaking do, um, Instagram stories is the easiest way to have conversations. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number three of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I get to interview the very first gentleman that ever allowed me on his podcast, the one and only Phil Treadwell. So Phil, I'm so excited that you are here. I think a lot of the mortgage related content that people are putting on social, um, you know, even doing YouTube videos about it's really boring. It's very, very dry. And, you know, the newsletters that go out via email that I see, it's just bad, right? So 
first let's talk about that. How would you tell somebody to change their voice to make it less dry? And then two, let's say somebody makes a podcast episode with, you know, somebody they interviewed, but they want to share it to Instagram. And then they also want to send it to their email list. How would you coach somebody to do that based off of your experience in doing it? Um, some people do not necessarily have a gift for, uh, coming up with content that's engaging or understanding what's, what's going to help that. So the first piece of advice is I tell people, what do you engage with? What do you like to see content on social media? We spend so much time thinking it has to just be about real estate or mortgage that we forget that there's lots of things that are a very close, you know, uh, arm's length from those things that are going to attract the right kind of people that are much more engaged. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number four of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am very excited about our guest today. Jesse Dow is here with me. Um, he is the founder of Channel Junkies, which is the number one YouTube platform for real estate agents. Um, so talk to me or talk to our audience and me for that matter about when it comes to the wording on a thumbnail, what's your thought process or the, or the psychology behind how to choose that title? The thumbnail and the title is 90% of your click. Like you're going to get 90% of your clicks based on your thumbnail and your title. So the keywords in the actual, like down below, like where they, where it says like put in your keywords, like those aren't that big of a driver anymore because what people were doing is they were doing what they call keyword stuffing. So the keywords didn't match like what the video was. They were just trying to grab audience. So YouTube came out about two years ago and said that that's no longer a big play. So hi everyone. Welcome to episode number five of Coffee and Questions, the podcast. I am joined today by none other than the man, the myth, the legend, coach Kyle Draper. Uh, Kyle, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's talk about this for a second because I'm I'm really curious and I have no idea where this is going to go for, for those listening, but I'm just kind of excited to, to pitch this Me to either. Kyle and, and let's see where it's going to go here. But what if we decided to make content that didn't have anything to do with mortgages whatsoever, didn't have anything to do with stop renting and start buying? And what if we decided to start talking about the, the fears or even the self-limiting or self-deprecating even for that matter, beliefs that people have? Yeah. Yeah, it, it it is fascinating to think about, you know, what if I was actually, I, I think about weird stuff um, and I hope that's normal or I'm just a freaking weirdo, but like I was laying in bed two nights ago and I thought like, what would happen if I challenged a room of realtors the next time I'm, I'm in a room with them and said, what if all your real estate content goes away like that? What's left? What's left to speak to who you are? on social media. All right, everyone. I am so excited about this episode and I am joined by a absolute badass of a female in this industry. I'm so excited to get to spend some time with her, but Chauncey Pham, constantly in the top three in recruiting with EXP. She's also known as the real estate ninja, I think is a good way of putting that. So I'm really, really excited to have her here. One of the conversations that is always coming up is, Michelle, I really want to use my platform to recruit. And you know, obviously you've done an incredible job at doing that through your social. So um, why don't you talk to us about that and, and how did you become one of the top three recruiting agents? For me, I understood from the very beginning that social media was a tool, um, but that I needed to focus on the word social. Okay. And I think that far too many people use this tool in a way that they are simply selling. 
and that's something that Kyle Draper, our friend in common, um, says all the time, is that it's social media, not selling media. So from the very beginning um, of time, when I first started using this tool, I really wanted to focus on connecting with people and being relatable. All right, guys, welcome back to episode seven of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am here with Lana Rodriguez, one of the biggest teams in all of Colorado, ran by this incredible woman. What I'm really excited about with you is if you could just just talk to me about like when you wake up in the morning, because I know one of the things you do every single morning is you post um, something about happy Monday or happy Tuesday, and it's usually a fun meme and it's usually pretty sarcastic. Uh, so just talk to me about your thought process. And then if you want to lead it into like why, when you post it, you don't think about what is somebody going to think if I post this instead, your mindset is how can I connect with somebody else that might be feeling the same way? First of all, friends, it was not all butterflies and roses back in the day. When I came to America, even how I speak physically, it was terrible. So I was even afraid to open my mouth and try to say things proper way. Um, And let's not even mention, I was like so scared to start even doing my own videos. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I have a very special guest today. Uh, Maybe laughingly, my work husband is what we'll call Phil Dodds, but um, I'm really excited to have him here. There's a lot going on in the marketplace. There's a lot of people who are freaking out a little bit. There's a lot of people who are retracting marketing dollars and spending more money on leads nowadays um, to try to keep their business afloat. But in this industry right now, those of you guys who are confusing what the last couple of years of success was with this tailwind of a a massive injection of business and all of a sudden you're slow now, it means in, in my opinion that it's because you didn't have a system or process in place in order to make sure that you didn't ever get slow. Uh, and I, I don't know what your take is on that, Phil, but I'm curious, uh, just see to see what you think. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing is when you talk about the tailwind is like, you're absolutely right. The market or the industry ballooned. And the issue that the industry that we're facing now is that with all the refinances that were happening, you know, 40, some, some banks, 40% of their business was refinances and that's all, it's all gone. And there were so many mortgage loan officers that, that were hired that jumped into the industry. And so we have more loan officers now than we did before. And now probably half the business and half the origination is going away. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am extra, extra excited about this incredible guest that I have for you guys today. None other than Lee Brown. I want to talk about stopping this Uh, pandemic of like praying for an easier market, right? Um, Everybody's like, oh my gosh, the market's so hard. This is so hard. What do I do? And and we've had clients just in the last weekly and you'll die um, who have retracted their marketing dollars. They're like, I'm not spending any more money on any of this because the market's slow um, or my business is down, right? But the true people who are successful um, right now, they're not worried about being slow. If anything, they're more busy than ever. Um, And I think that you you can pour into people really in depth about this and why we need to not be worrying about, oh my gosh, the market's slow. And and I think we're looking at it wrong, right? We're praying for it to be easier when we should be praying it for it to be a different way. So I'm going to let you run with that. And then I think we'll just keep rolling from there. 
Well, I mean, in my 22 years, I've seen a lot of different markets. I came in in 2000 in a normal-ish market, and then it rode up, and then we hit the Great Recession in 07, and the phones literally stopped ringing, as in we were all checking them, saying, oh my gosh, is it broken? Nothing's happening. We had to adjust and roll. A lot of people fell out of the market. And then as the market started to recover, it wasn't a bounce out. It was an army crawl out. And the army crawl started in about 14. And so as your army crawling out, things were getting better. More and more competition enters the market. And then we have things were already doing very well. The insane government lockdowns hit and suddenly people stopped and panicked for about a minute and said, <gasps> market's dead. And then suddenly they said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm at home. I can't do this anymore. And then phew, and the real estate market went wild. And we now have more realtors than we've ever had in the history of real estate at 1.6 million. So you have more competition than ever. While housing has become arguably more important than ever, you have the pent up demand. And so there is a lot of panic amongst professionals in the market. But what you have to know is that in no, no matter what's happening in the market, houses are bought and sold. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Questions. I'm very excited to have a very good friend of mine. Uh, Jeff Fitzer on here with me. There's a specific thing that you posted on social media um, not long ago that I want to talk about together. And I want people to hear you uh, and your voice and the way that you explain this, because I just think it's really, really powerful. But you said 90% of people sell and 10% brand. Those 10% that brand sell 90% more than those that sell. Um, so I'll let you explain that because I think people need to remember this and write it down. But talk me through kind of why you are so passionate about the thought behind that came from Gary V. Uh, so, you know, what he says, I believe, because everything <laughs> he's taught me, uh, you guys know, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, he's, he's the godfather, everything he's ever predicted. If you follow him, he's been spot on, but, uh, you know, we as humans do things the way it was always done, right? That's just typically how we are. Uh, which is also kind of the definition of insanity in a way, you know, doing things the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And, and, and that's the reality of where we are today. You know, I, I've been in the business since 2000. And so, so 22 years, and, and I spent a, a good number of those years, about 15 of them, what I felt like was chasing business. And I was good at it. You know, I was doing 200 transactions a year. I was a top producer, top 10 in my company every year, sometimes top five. And, but I always was frustrated because it's like, you know, as good as my relationships would be, you're only as good as the shiny object that comes around the street, right? If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.